what's up out there, America? America. America, it's been that kind of a week, so uh, the Drew and Dan show is back to bring some sanity, some levity, some hot takes into your life. Mm-hmm. As always, this show is brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito Addicts Patriot. And actually, you know, this week, uh, well, Drew, last Sunday we were actually there for brunch. We went specifically to have the burrito. They ran out of the burrito, so... uh, well, I guess one thing our viewers have or our listeners have been very loyal yeah. and uh, have been ordering the burrito, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you for ordering, even though we didn't get one because we sat down and we ordered them and they said we are all out of the burrito today. <laughs> but what we did have was the pork katsu sandwich, which I had not had since their opening day. Yeah, and it open was, face, kind it was of egg very, situation. very good. So this pod is also brought to you by the expatriate pork katsu sandwich. It's like toast, egg, pork. Uh, I, I will say... Some sort of veggie situation. It sits a little heavier than the burrito, <laughs> but it is very, very, very good. Very some kind good. of breaded pork deal. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, so check that out uh, on your next weekend brunch plans. Yeah. Best brunch in the city. Best brunch in the city. So. Uh, guys, we are excited to be here. We're excited to uh, bring another pod before you. We know it's been sort of a crazy week. Um, everything's just kind of raw right now, and especially in Portland. It's just crazy, <laughs> man. There's riots. Portland's and- wild. Portland is wild. Stop it. destroying the city, you psychos. We're Keep. trying to go eat. <laughs> we, I'm gonna gonna want to eat on the west side again sometime in my life. <laughs> Chill, people. Gosh. Uh, no, emotions are raw. Um, so we we uh, we want to bring a pod for you guys. So yeah, here so. we go. Let's, uh, Let's talk one, NBA. Yeah, one thing that hasn't changed is the NBA is still exciting. The NBA is still crazy this season, dude. Yeah, this is um, our this is really our first pod since kind of the launch of the season. Yeah. Uh, so the season launch, we kind of dropped an intro pod, and this is and then we kind of like took a long break, just letting the chips fall where they may. Yeah. We're taking a look to see what was out there, what so, was going on, and it's been a crazy. Couple weeks. We're about what eleven games into the season, twelve, something like that. Uh, a little less than that, but yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah. Um. So Drew, today we, uh, our format is we kind of want to talk about uh, trends that we like and that yeah. we don't like so far this season. Um. Do you want to start off? You want me to start off? Um. Man, why don't you kick us off? Let's go. Okay. How, so, how are we trending this year in the NBA? I will do a trend that I like and a trend that I don't like okay. just to get us started off. And, and, and they're both very similar. Obviously, a trend I like is that the Lakers are actually pretty good. They're yeah. they're not like a, they're not going <laughs> to win the championship this year. But one, they're super fun to watch. Uh, two, they got a young team that's fired up. They got a coach who's young, uh, and they're actually five and four right now. I think they're five and four, yeah. which is who knows if that'll last. But as a Lakers fan, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, more wins than losses at the moment. And would you say, as someone you hate the Lakers? I'm cool with it. We're I, we're I still hate, friends. I'm mostly mostly just like Kobe Bryant. Okay, who's no longer. Laker. True. So I'm not high on Swaggy. 
Mm-hmm. Swaggy's not my type of player, not my but type of guy. Swaggy aside, would you say that they're a fun team to watch? I will say they are the team that I have looked up on League Pass most this year. Interesting. And, you know, I'm home a lot of nights with, with my two-month-old son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm clicking on the League Pass just about every night. Yeah. And the Lakers are definitely the team that I've watched the most. So it for me, as a, as a fan, both of basketball and just of the Lakers, I'm excited because I just thought it was going to be another like abysmal season not yeah. fun to, but they're at least fun to watch this year yeah and they're, uh, they're, they're <laughs> they got coach Luke Walton in there um, mm-hmm. and I will say this one of the things I like about them they are not afraid to let it fly yeah dude they uh, they'll start off games with uh, with a structure in place with a system in place but then they'll just let it fly I also like how they've been running Ingram at the point which we yeah. we watched that last quarter last night and um I don't know, man. It's interesting. Who knows if it's sustainable? Yeah, well, I I mean, to be honest, when you have Swaggy, when you have uh, Lou Williams, uh, when you have, uh, who are your other guards, those young kids? Um, Russell, Clarkson. Clarkson, yeah, those guys. Those guys, I mean, they might start out in some sort of a spread system, but, I mean, those guys are going to the rim and that ball's going up. Dude. And Nance, just, but got, the thing is, it's going in. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's fun. Dude. You want to know how I know it's going in? Because they beat the Warriors. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah. very upset. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. Whole so other that's a trend I like. Um, not only, I mean, it just. I think even if I wasn't a Lakers fan, I'd enjoy it because they're a, a fun team. But yeah. for me, it's extra special because I love the Lakers. I'm watching a trend I don't like, which I'm almost positive you'd agree with me. I think you and I both had really high hopes for the Timberwolves this season, yeah. and they're just not very good, man. <laughs> they're they're two and five, and they may figure it out. They have an awesome coach, but um, and it's not even a matter of. Uh, I was sort of looking through some of their box scores, and it's not like any one player's playing badly because Wiggins is getting buckets Towns is being awesome Levine went off the other night uh, man there's just something missing there uh, I'll tell you exactly what it is what is it their guard play is atrocious so specifically their point guard play when it comes to uh, you know floor management mm-hmm. and being able to drive and be an offensive threat plus a defensive threat their guard their guard play is very mm. very weak do you think it's a problem that having Rubio back would solve? No. Do you no, think no, it's a no. it's a they issue that they need a guard? They need a real point guard. Well, that's what Ricky I was going to say. Not not the guy. Levine. I like Levine a little bit. Actually, you know, he's an exciting player, but he's, but he's not, not the, a point guard. No, no, it's true. He tries to fill that role. Who? Uh, their, their little draft pick from you know the Northeast. Um, yeah. Uh, he's not ready. Not, yeah. And maybe he's not the guy. But yeah, their their guard play is very very weak at the point who, guard spot. Is there anyone on your mind who they could trade for? I don't know who. They would trade, but that would be serviceable. Who would get them going? Like a some kind of veteran point guard, or um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think yeah, that's teams get those kinds of players and they don't let them go, right? I mean, look at Mike yeah. Conley's contract, dude. I They're was actually going to say Mike Conley out of that. They, I mean, out of out of out of that. That's I mean, he's locked up for years for millions. Yeah. I that's mean, actually a name that I was going to say would be a perfect fit, yeah. but there's no way they could afford him. Anyways, that's a trend I don't like. Um, what about you? Let's hear some trends. Um, a trend that I'd like, well, you know, I'll just give you my take on the Warriors. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, Dive into it. Really shaky start. Everybody was worried. The sky was falling. They're trending up. Yeah. Um, after getting embarrassed by the Spurs, they got embarrassed by the Lakers. They scrapped out a couple of 
two close wins against two bad of teams. And teams mm-hmm. like Phoenix, you know, they kind of were scraping by. They scraped by New Orleans, the Pellies, right? Like, Dude. like those are teams that should be. And then finally, they kind of seem to have figured it out. They're beating bad teams by a lot, which they should now. You know, they're trending up seven and two. I like the way th- uh, most of those blowout wins are coming when Steph Curry gets going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching uh, just NBA on TNT last night, and they, the guys were just like showing highlights of Steph Curry just just swishing through. I mean, he had a silly game last night. He had yeah. a record-setting game a couple of nights ago. Dude, like, set, was... set another three-point shooting record. He's The guy's going to hold all of them by that the time amazing. he's done. He's just an unbelievable shooter. Um, he was doing spooky stuff again. Uh, the TNT guys were saying, let him shoot, or make him drive, right? Every time Steph was just getting yeah. buckets, they're like, make him drive, make him drive. And the thing is, I actually agree with those guys, with, those, with, with that assessment. As a Warriors fan, I want the Warriors to drive more, because if you live by the three, you'll die by the three. That's mm. why they lost those games early. They didn't yeah. make threes. Clay Thompson was wasn't making threes. So if they just start settling, like the other game, they had uh, like four guys with four threes, right? Mm. Their four, their starting five hit four threes each. You know, Steph had thirteen the other night. He had like eight or nine the other uh, last night. But if you if that's your game plan, and when it works, they're blowing people out. Mm-hmm. But if that's your game plan, uh, you know you're going to suffer because you can't shoot like that every night, no. especially late in the season when you're tired, when you're a little banged up. It's a game of rhythm, right? Yeah. I mean, Dan, would you say? Okay, am I am I probably the best three point shooter you know? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like if you th- like if you're gonna think about all people you know, I'm probably the best three point shooter, right? I, and if you're out there listening, right? I mean, probably nobody listening to this pod could beat me in horse, right? Oh my god! I'm trying to establish, you know, somewhere Eli's head just exploded. <laughs> yeah, Eli's dreams of beating me. <laughs> we have professional athletes who listen to our pod. Some have played basketball overseas. That kids that I coached in high school, they all know they can't beat me in horse. So the point is, I can I know a little bit about. The the art of shooting, isn't it? Would you agree? Yeah, Dan is nodding vigorously. So, <laughs> so the point the point is this: uh, as a three point shooting specialist team, uh, they've got to start driving and getting to the basket. The way the same way Clay Thompson finally established his three point game a little bit this year, he started shooting mid range shots, seventeen footers, two bounce pull ups, uh, getting away from the three because he had to find that rhythm. And I think the Warriors need to show a little bit more going to the basket. Okay. Um, but right now they're figuring things out a little bit, which is which is nice. So how do you um, think they're doing defensively? I'm not, I'm not. This isn't a leading question. I'm just bad. curious. Real bad. What can they do to fix it? They need a big. They need a big. Javale so McGee's bad. not cutting Let's it. Let's talk about the trend I don't like. Warriors defense at the rim. Javale is literally their last option. He played okay. more minutes last night than he has. Uh, Zaza cannot defend. Nah. Uh, Kevin Looney is just too. He's too green. The Warriors actually need a good big. If the Warriors had Plumley. And, you know, as much as I like the Blazers as a team, the Blazers fans drive me freaking insane. We'll, we'll get to the Blazers in a second. That's going to be <laughs> But if big... the Warriors had Plumlee, they would break their 73-win record this year. That's yeah. all they need. Huh. He's a long, strong body protecting the rim. He's tough. He doesn't need a lot of shots. Knows his role. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, right now, defensively, they are a disaster. Um, but luckily, they're, hitting, they're making three, so they're winning. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about next. Uh, yep. This is neither a trend I like or don't like. It's just 
blowing my mind. Without, you might already know this, but hopefully not. Do you know who the first place team is in the East? Uh, uh yes, I do. Uh, well, it's Cleveland and hold on, don't tell me. Uh, Frick. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a total Blake. Is it? Is it? Is it? Nah, who's the kid from UConn? Kemba Walker. Kemba, Kemba. <laughs> it's K- Kemba's tied with the Cavs. <laughs> Dude, how crazy is that? That's not sustainable, huh? Yeah. But the East is so bad again. Dude, the East is so is uh, so bad. Okay, anyway. Charlotte. Gosh, I was like, that team has moved and then moved back, and they've changed their names. They were the Bobcats. Okay, freaking a, Charlotte. Dude, a trend I don't like, which is actually really scary, is that the Clippers are just like annihilating people because yeah. I hate the Clippers. Yeah. Dude, their point differential is 16.9. Um, I That's like from another world, bro. I love I absolutely love that the Clippers are good. Why? They're the villains, man. You need a good villain. They're super chippy. They like Man, they get under your skin. They knock you down. Uh, Blake is just com- a complete, just hateable figure. I hate JJ the Clippers, Redick dude. with his smirk, and he is probably, besides Steph, the best shooter in the NBA right now. I love JJ. I mean, he's unbelievable shooting the ball right now. I mean, it, it's just in- the the, Blake, the Clippers being good. They're so fun to hate. Mm-hmm. I love that they're good. I was so bummed that they weren't healthy in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dude. I actually I actually like the Clippers being good. <sighs> Fun fact: If the playoffs were tomorrow, the Clippers and Lakers would play in the first round. <laughs> Dude, Staples Center series. Awesome. Uh, do you want to talk about the Blazers? Um, yeah, we I, you and I have had some very interesting conversations the last well, week. Should they're we? They're just bad. Well, okay, well, okay. I guess get right to it. I was gonna, I was gonna offer up a disclaimer to <laughs> literally ninety eight percent of our pod audience who are Blazer your fans. Your team is bad, guys. And what's you what's should the, feel bad for rooting for them? What's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan, Portland fans? They're uh, the Blazers are not very good, and I am yeah. Drew. Drew's more fired up against the Blazers than I am. I'm, yeah. Blazers are probably, I don't know, my second and third favorite team. Yeah. Uh, I like them. Actually, going into the – you and I both talked about um, they're probably going to be really good going into this season. Yeah. Right now, they're not really showing us – Oh, people are like, there could be a two seed. Like People were talking. You know. And I feel like people – Drew, you brought up a good point the other day. People are sort of holding their breath like – like, yeah, it's, it's struggling right now, but when Festus gets back... Dude, oh, give me yeah. your thoughts on that. Dude, well, I was hanging out with Festus at Babaka Hen the other day. Oh, um, cool. Is, it, uh, is that what you meant, or you meant just in general? Uh, <laughs> Festus... That's not... Okay. Uh, I love Festus, is all that to say. Um, you know, we have waffles together. It's cool. But Shut as up, a, you know, as a as a former warrior, I got a lot of love for Festus. I don't know if the Warriors or if the Blazers are thinking he's going to be their defensive um, presence that they need. I think you already have that guy, mm-hmm. and Festus wasn't a you know the defensive answer for the Warriors either. Um, in fact, when he was coming off that injury, he couldn't move quick enough. And he was basically unplayable in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, he just had another setback in his injury. Yeah. And I hope he does well. I hope he comes back healthy. And I hope he's a difference maker because I think he's a great, you know, a great guy. But, yeah. Uh, I think the difference people are looking like there will be a difference uh, just because of depth. Like to have Plumlee and Festus is pretty good, but 
his presence alone isn't going to, like, make them, like, oh, now they're finally, like, an elite defensive team. Yeah. Like, at best, they're treading water. Yeah. Like, I think the way the Blazers are playing right now, they'll they'll make the playoffs for sure just because yeah. they're better than probably nine or ten other teams in the West. But they'll be out in the first round. You know, I think they – I'll say this about the Blazers. Uh, they're le- – they're, letting bad teams hang around late. Mm-hmm. They're, they're finishing those games pretty well. Um, their losses are, are all against good teams except for one bad loss against Phoenix. Yeah. Right? Um, but, like, they lost to the Clippers twice I mean, and badly. They lost to the Warriors once Top. badly. So, I mean, those, I mean, those are games you're supposed to lose, right? Yeah. So the sky's not, like, falling in Portland. It's just I went to the game against the Warriors, and uh-huh. the Warriors were uh, still reeling. It was, early, it was like, what, third game, fourth game of the year, and yeah. people were smelling blood in the water. The Warriors had looked really bad up until this point. Uh-huh. I walked in to the Moda. The mood was electric. The fans were all up in the Warriors, like, yelling at the Warriors fans. Hate was everywhere, yeah. right? It was just hate. It was like, like a Trump speech, right? There was hatred <laughs> just sizzling in the air, and... And there was, like, this moment <laughs> when, like, I was looking around thinking, like, man, all these people, like, hate this team. Uh-huh. All these Blazers fans hate these Warriors. They hate this Warriors team. This dude in front of this old guy was screaming at Durant. Like, like just the whole game. Like, Durant could hear him, right? The whole, just Every time he touched the ball, this guy just went off. Yeah. Like, so, and I was like, dude, so much hate towards these guys. And... Uh, and then the Warriors just came out and obliterated them. Yeah. They looked at that Blazers. That's why when I say the Blazers are mediocre, the Blazers look bad. I mean, they looked atrocious against the Warriors. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, Blazer fans really quick. I don't even know how to say this without. Well, you could be a fan of a team and yeah. not have to hate every other team. Yeah. You know? I was at, it's just crazy that, I I think just in general, I don't get the hate against the Warriors. Yeah. Because they're super, what's the hate about the Warriors? Draymond. They're good. Draymond, But But even so. But that, you know, that's what's crazy, right? I, I would get, if they were yelling at Draymond, I would get it. Yeah. But they're yelling at KD and they're yelling at Steph. Yeah. The two most soft-spoken, likable guys on that team. That's the thing. I was at uh, the the Phoenix game the other night, and the place was like, like people like Eric Bledsoe made this really really great shot, and mm-hmm. people were like clapping. Yeah. Like no problem with the Suns. Right. But. Dude, war- I don't know what it is, man. Uh, and and then like they put up this sign where this lady held up a sign that was something like you know Warriors fans are are bandwagon fans, <laughs> and like the uh, like the arena erupted like everyone yeah. like gave a standing note to that sign and like was looking at all the Warriors fans. And I was wearing my Chris Mullen shirt, so everyone's like looking and pointing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Chris Mullen, he was my neighbor growing up. Like, you know, step off. You know. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, we've talked about this on a previous pod. If you literally, you just vilify a whole fan base as bandwagon fans because people like a team that got really good and was really fun yeah. and was a blast to watch, like, you're probably just a bad person. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if you're going to be like, you like you suck because you're a bandwagon fan. Like, actually, you're just saying, man, you enjoy, like, you're just ripping on someone for just enjoying something, wanting yeah. to, like, be a part of something. And, and it's like, let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. You enjoy what you want to enjoy. Yeah. And when you, if your team's ever good, which they won't be, uh, 
like you'll know what it, you'll know what it's like to have people want to like just watch a really fun team. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, any other trends you want to talk about for now? Um, uh, let, let me. Let me a couple think. other things I want to run past you, but yeah. think about think yeah, about your trends. Um, it's just kind of crazy. Just a couple, two of the best uh, offensive players in the league so far, right? Harden and Westbrook. You know. They're putting up like video game numbers, mm-hmm. but their teams are like blah. Well, not quite blah. They're <laughs> uh, Oklahoma's three in the West, Houston's four. So the middle middle of the pack in the West. They're actually doing like okay. Maybe but I'm not familiar because my team hasn't played them yet, and I literally have not clicked on a single game. Or I guess the Warriors whooped up. On OKC, yeah, I mean whooped on OKC, but uh, yeah, I have not wanted to watch either of those teams on on League Pass this year. I've watched more Milwaukee Bucks games on League Pass dude, than I don't blame you. The Greek teams. freak, dude. Jabari, Greek freak, and they're dude, they're playing Della Vadova in crunch time. Delhi dropped uh, twelve dimes the other night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think with those teams, as with any other team in the West, pretty much beside the Warriors, the Clippers, the Spurs. And this goes for the Trailblazers, too. You can have, like, a playoff team, and you can feel good about what you're doing in the regular season, but yeah. at some point, you look at who you're going to inevitably have to face. And I'm not I'm not just singling out the Warriors. Yeah. Like, I think the Clippers are going to give them problems. I think the Spurs are going to give them problems, as they already have. Uh, but you... Um, it's just going to be... You're inevitably going to have to face one of those teams. So is it... I don't know. Do you lose hope in the regular season? Is that why Blazer fans are so crazy? Because they know the regular season's all they have, and then they're going to get bounced in the first round. Well, that's the thing. They have to. A team like the Blazers has to scratch and claw for every regular season win. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like the Spurs, the Spurs are in fifth, right? I mean, yeah. again, it's, for it's early, but they're five. That's what I mean. They they have four losses right now. Did, did the Warriors lose four games all last year? The, no, right? The Warriors? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? <laughs> but, I mean, by when? Uh, February? So. March? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But, like, so, I mean, they had that great start, right? Mm-hmm. But the Spurs right now with four losses in the first, like, less than ten games. They've only played nine games. They have four losses. But that's a team that's just. Three. What? what am I looking at? The Spurs? Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my stats are all messed up, right? Uh, like, they're just biding their time, right? Yeah. They're just biding their time. My, my point being, a team like the Blazers has to just battle for everything they can get. Right? Yeah. And then a team like the Spurs getting hang around, hang around, and then when they get to the playoffs, just go into full-off playoff killer mode. Yeah. Right? Like, the way they came out in opening night against the Warriors, they just crushed... They just crushed the Warriors because yeah. they got up for that game. Then they can cruise for the regular season, make the playoffs, and then just start crushing people. Yeah. The Clippers are putting everyone on notice right now. Dude, they're, yeah, their point differential is more than double the next highest point differential. Yeah. Anywhere. It's insane. Um, so ESPN just released their player rankings. Did you see them? No. Hit me with it. That's uh, interesting. Um, LeBron at one, Steph at two, KD at three, 
Kawhi at four. Wow. And I forget the rest. <laughs> Interesting top four. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? Do you think it was right to have LeBron overtake Steph? So is that is that um, kind of establishing based on just the first, like, nine or ten games of the year? Uh, no, it's kind of coming into, um, like, not just this season, like, where last season left off. Yeah. Where the season is. Okay, so just kind of, like, current active players. Yeah. Man, um... Yeah, I'd have to say it's crazy. Steph's been, had a crazy year, right? As far as up and down this year. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, even his first nine games, he's he hasn't looked like himself, and then he does, and then he doesn't, and then mm-hmm. he does. You know, he has, but he also has the ability to not necessarily have to be the best player every single night on that team. Yeah, with KD, but right now, I would say consistently, KD's been the best warrior, you know, this season. Yeah. I mean, every night he's got the consistently good numbers. Yeah. Uh, Draymond's across the board filling the stats as normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Steph's been, like, super hot or super cold. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron. I mean, what do you say about LeBron? Dude, he's he's a freak. So, uh, but yeah, it's interesting, though, with what Harden and Westbrook have been doing this year, that they're not even cracking, what, top five? Westbrook's five. Oh, he's fifth. I think Harden is... has got to be six. Six. I mean, their numbers have been, right? Haven't yeah. they just been out of their minds? They've been pretty crazy. Um, man, what else? crazy man uh what did you think about all the nba coaches doing their their takes after the election their post-election takes i only heard what doc rivers said and it's just weird uh, <laughs> I, I didn't care. really you you didn't you didn't hear about van gundy and no, and those tell guys. me about it dude they just bliss like at, the day after the election uh van gundy just went off on uh, you know just the the fact that really we you know the nation elected Trump and then Kerr doubled down on that saying really? it was just like went on and then Terry Stotts basically said we elected an idiot president you okay know, just Terry like crazy like you know it's cr- think about you know so I guess I like that they're candidly speaking their mind yeah um, you know but I was also pretty convicted by Ernie Johnson's TNT Dude, speech last that night was fire you know that's that was probably Probably uh, is uh, you know that's definitely the high ground and the appropriate way to respond at this point you know yeah. because that's that's what our country's based on you know we have open elections people win and people lose but ultimately that's the system of our country and and we get to support our system you know because we love our country and we get a uh, you know vote again the next time mm-hmm. and yeah so. Good, good on Ernie, kind of, uh, you know, dropping fire and letting people know, hey, we got to respond, you know, like adults, not yeah. the way kind of the city of Portland's responding downtown Dude. right now. It's crazy. But it's madness down there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Doc Rivers was kind of crazy. Back <laughs> <laughs> um, to basketball, really quick. Couple. Well, that was basketball related. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mean more basketball. Uh, Dude, one thing that blew my mind that I forgot to bring up earlier. So, Boston is currently ninth in the East. 
I thought that they may be like two or one in the East. And Horford's been out with a concussion because he's on my fantasy team, and I know. I officially uh, haven't been, I guess, tracking the standings at all because I've been literally just watching games on League Pass and then making up my own reality. I thought like I know, I thought like OKC and Houston were like blah. We've gotten a lot of comments about it. Actually, thinking that Boston's like you know a a strong contender in the East, but turns out they're terrible. So, dude, you gotta study up before. Where we pot Dude, again, the, the East is so bad because, like, I haven't wanted to watch any teams except for Milwaukee, but that has mostly to do with Jabari. But. Isn't that crazy? Milwaukee yeah. is... Uh, uh, dude, Chicago, too. Chicago's so fun, man. I'm seeing them on Tuesday. I'm stoked. Dude, Jimmy Butler is having some games right now, man. I'm going to be feet away from Rajon Rondo, they're dude. they're fifth in the East with four losses, although... What? If, if it's like my last spreadsheet, that's, I'm looking at that wrong too. Spreadsheet? <laughs> I got spreadsheets, dude. I don't know how to read them, and they're all and they're all messed up. So, Philly's zero and seven. Another just horrible start. But dude, I'm totally watching that team, dude. But I'm totally. How about Embiid, dude? I, He's so freaking I have dope. Wa- I've watched at least four Philly games. Yeah, I'm totally watching the squad. Who here? Here's a fun thing. Who's the most unwatchable team in the NBA? Uh, just one. Uh, pick three. <laughs> dude, there there are some seriously unwatchable teams. Um, I have three. All right. Uh, I this sounds weird because I've I've watched them several times this year, but I think the Kings are brutal. Yeah, I was watching the game last night. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I mean, the Kings are just brutal. I'd um, agree if they didn't have Boogie. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I I can't watch him. I, I just can't watch him. Has there been a more unwatchable team in the last twenty years than the Brooklyn Nets? No. What? Well, maybe, but... <laughs> There's no... The the thing about any other unwatchable team... I think Denver's second, but... Oh, dude. Any yes, other team... Thank you. Denver is hideous. Any other team in the NBA, you at least, like... Like Philly, for instance, they're 0-7. But, dude, I want to watch Embiid. Like, that's a reason to watch. Dude, I am watching Embiid. He's Mil- so legit. Milwaukee's not awesome, but they have Jabari. They have Greek Freak. Uh, even Denver, like, like you could see Moutier develop a little bit. Dude, Fareed. I can't stand watching Moutier. Brooklyn... Brooklyn's best player is who? Jeremy Lin. Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Lin. (laughs) Dude, that's bad. Two of the most boring basketball players ever. That's really, yeah, that's really, really bad. Um, Like, (laughs) that's, that, that roster is awful. It is really bad. Um, Yeah, and the thing about the Kings is they're like, just their whole... The way they play is hard to watch. I mean, yeah. and as as good There's of a no player plan. as Boogie is, Boogie hates being on that team. Yeah, <laughs> just, but the Denver's also those are three really bad teams. Yeah, get better NBA. Uh, also, I hate watching Orlando, but <laughs> I was just about to say Orlando has a better record than Washington and <laughs> and Miami. Dude, crazy. All right, what other crazy stuff in the NBA has happened this year? Um. Steph set Dude, some records. There's just been some. Harden's been playing out of his crazy mind. games. Davis had a couple crazy games. Uh, oh, dude, dude, DeRozan's yeah. been balling out, bro. Yeah, dude, offensive leaders and average points. It's DeMar, it's Westbrook, it's Davis, it's Harden, and then Dame Lillard. Those are all five yeah. guys averaging over 30 points a game. 
I mean, that's crazy. As of right now, let's make let's make super bold and too soon predictions. As of right now, who do you think wins MVP? <laughs> oh man. Okay, let me ask you this, Dan. And I actually don't really know the answer to this question. Uh, how I, I much? Will. How much uh, is a team's success playing to who gets MVP? A lot, right? To some degree. Like, they're not normally going to put... If a guy in the Pelicans averages, like, 50 and 30, like, he, yeah, he'd have to, like, you know... Davis yeah. would have to average, like, 50 points to get MVP, right? Yeah, I think regardless of how much it averages, if if his team doesn't make the playoffs, he's not winning MVP. Yeah. Where if Russell... Uh, if OKC ends up, like, 6 or 7, even 8, like, I could see him, if he's just putting up crazy numbers... Yeah. I can see him getting MVP... Um, there's been a lot of Kawhi for MVP chatter because he's just a freak. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna stick with Kawhi. I think I said that in the last pod. I'm, okay. gonna, stick, I'm gonna stick with Kawhi. I would love for him to win MVP, man, just because I want to hear his speech. Um, he's so quiet, dude. He's he is so legit, dude. Demar averaging 34 points a game. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. How about James Harden? Not only is he is he averaging thirty a game, he's averaging thirteen assists a game. That's insane. <laughs> Who's he passing the ball to? Ryan Capella. Anderson, dude. Ryan Anderson, <laughs> Capella, Clint Capella, <laughs> <laughs> leading scorer of the Houston Rockets. I, Clint Capella. I, I got a lot of love for Ryan Anderson. I'm bummed he's on the Rockets because I I hate the Rockets. But man, I got love for Ryan Anderson. Calbear. Uh, I picked him up fifth round in my fantasy team, and he's been putting up numbers. Uh, real quick, what's your fantasy team looking like? Are you are you good? Are you hanging in there? Uh, we're okay. The Horford concussion's kind of rocking me a little bit, mm. but. Um, um, you know, I'm doing this 14-person league this year, so everyone, I keep like looking at my numbers, just my team, and thinking that I'm gonna get destroyed a certain week, but I'll I'll still win because everyone has like one superstar <laughs> and then a bunch of like random people. Um, but we'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, you know who is killing it is my dad, Dwayne Self. First place. <laughs> First place as of right now. Sarah Helms a close second. Uh, who I drafted for my dad, so you're welcome, Dad. Uh, Jabari, dude. Dude, Jabari is is figuring it out, Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, dude, let's talk a little bit about some of these big money signings that happened in the offseason, just right. for like a 30 seconds. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. Harrison Barnes. Yeah, pretty decent season. <laughs> Harrison, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are good, except for in the postseason when it matters. <laughs> Dude, serious. He's actually what is he averaging? Twenty three points a game right yeah. now. And have you have you watched him play? Primary, yeah, he looks pretty good. Their team is horrible. Yeah, they're really bad. He is their best player by far. Second best actually, player, JJ Barea. He's actually, <laughs> er, dude, he's earning that money right now. Yeah. What if you're the Blazers? And think about okay, so the Blazers signed Alan Crabb and Evan Turner for seventy and seventy five mil a piece. What the Blazers are. We t- we said they're like not great yeah. already, um, and then I said some things in jest, but they're you know they're they're mediocre to not great, but they're not yeah. awful because Damian and CJ are amazing. But the dudes getting paid on that team, right, seventy seventy five mil for Evan Turner and Alan Crabb. Wh- what are you getting out of those guys? Maybe a little defense from Turner. 
Dude, even so, he that is a he lot. doesn't know really what he's doing. Man. That is a lot of money for those guys right now, and for what they're getting in return. Yeah. I mean, huh. they crazy paid those guys, which mm. is fine if those guys are helping you, but they're not. Barely. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. These are a weird team, man. Um, Dude, this has been a this has been like kind of this uh, scatter shot. We're catching yeah. up on the NBA on everything that's going on. It's just it's been a while. It's but some crazy stuff has happened. Yeah, we wanted to check in. What are you um, excited about going forward? Uh, man. I'm, dude, honestly, I'm just, like, stoked on the Lakers right now. I, uh, I'm looking at the standings, and I don't know who, like, as of right now, the Lakers would be in the playoffs, and I don't know who under them would, like, knock them out the way they're playing right now anyways, which is crazy. Um, I'm excited. I don't know, man. I think... I think we're in this weird season where the old guards kind of changing and these young players are stepping up. It's been cool to see Kyrie step up, mm-hmm. <laughs> step up, step up and step up and step up. Uh, Kawhi, Greek freak. Um, I don't know, man. It's a, uh, it's just a weird. It's a really weird season. So underneath the Lakers right now, don't you think Memphis? Because uh, they got some health issues in Memphis, right? Yeah. So once if Memphis can get healthy and get it together, which they completely fell apart last year, but if they can yeah. actually be healthy, they should be a contender, right? Here's a question: How good is Utah really? Because they've played a few games without Hayward, but Hayward's been back, averaging like 25 a game. Yeah. They got a great young center. They have a great coach, you man. Know, they got a good, yeah, decent backcourt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. How good can Utah actually be? I mean, I think people underestimate them. I think their ceiling this year is to get bounced in the first round. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Even healthy? Ready to go? Yeah. I don't know Dude, who... Favors, Hayward, Gobert? Unless they make it up to the top four. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I see. You they, know what I mean? They're going to get hammered by one of those. Yeah. One of those dudes. But... I mean, if you're a Utah fan, there's uh, which shout out to Ben Roby, huge Utah Jazz fan coming out this week. Um, if you're a Utah fan, there's reason to celebrate and there's reason to be excited. You have young players, you have a good core, you have a great defensive system, yeah. which is, yeah. What about you? What are you excited for? Man, um, I'm I'm just super excited to see how the Western Conference shakes out because the East is done. Yeah. Uh, and it's unwatchable as a conference. But, yeah, I'm just excited to see how this all shakes out. I'm excited to see how good uh, these, you know, these teams really are. Yeah. And, you know, can the Warriors start to figure themselves out and figure out their defensive issues? Yeah, that's I guess that's the biggest thing for the Warriors to figure out their defensive issues. That's I, you know, the, their coach is too good to not be working on that. Or yeah, they probably got to add a player. How they do that is going to be a big question. Um, yeah. Hmm. Also, Warriors third backup guard Patrick McCaw. McCaw, dude, he's going to be a great player for somebody. Probably won't be the Warriors, yeah. but he's going to go somewhere. And uh, maybe he's a trade chip, but he is a serious baller. Yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Ian Clark. <laughs> getting getting buckets on the uh, on the Blazers, lighting them up. Uh, crazy stuff, Dan. Uh, if you're out there listening and you've heard my horse challenge, uh, hey, Dan and I are available. We're, we'll take on all comers. I got I, I got I got twenty bucks. If you want to if you want to step up, if okay. you can beat me, uh, I I mean, yeah. 
We uh, we'll Drew, we got to get a a, a a Blazer fan on the pod sometime and talk us through the optimism. Yeah. In Portland, because I, uh, I don't understand it. So, Blazer fans, we're we realize ninety eight percent of the listeners are Blazer fans. We're sorry, but I we're also realists. So, <laughs> what? I don't think we have that many Blazers fans listening to our pod. <laughs> Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If you're out there and you like the Blazers and you want to come on the pod and talk about them, uh, come on the pod. Yeah. Let's see. Guys, thanks for listening. Be safe out there. Don't go to the west side for yeah, at least a couple days. Stay out days. of the west side. And, uh, hey, if you're listening and you're a veteran, happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans we Day. We appreciate you. We appreciate your service. And to all the veterans out there, um, man, I don't know. You know, you make our country great. Mm-hmm. So. And to the veterinarians. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep our pets healthy. All uh, right. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening. Later. Testing one, two, President Trump. President Trump. One, President Trump. Can you hear me, President Trump? Can you hear me? I know you're listening.